This week's episode of Silly Talks About Science Fiction is brought to you by Snack Smart Jock Aid. Stick it in you. Now in blue flavor. Yum. Hi, I'm Jeff Gritman. And I'm Kristen Kist. And we are the co-authors of a science fiction comedy book series called Prison Dad. Yay! Check it out, prisondad.com. There's books and fun stuff. Three stories, yes. a game. Oh yeah, you can play the game. Some character bios. Uh-huh. Some uh, information about upcoming events. There's places and things. Hey, it's funny you mentioned upcoming events. Right. Because we have some to talk about. Yes, we do. Next Saturday, on the 13th mm-hmm. of... August. Yes. <laughs> Could I say that any more choppier? We will be at the Coventry Mall for the Coventry Con. Coventry Con. That is located in Pottstown, Pennsylvania. Yes, where they don't sell pot yet, but someday they probably will. I'm sure if you really want some pot, you could. Right. Right. Let's fair. talk about something <laughs> else. Sorry, I just got back from Colorado. You can totally buy it there. I'm just saying. Did you have a good week in Colorado, Kristen? I had fun. I saw your brother, and we went out for dinner, and I ate a lot of good food. and Edibles? No, no. I had to do stuff oh. for work, so I was oh. But I did notice Boo. some other f- people partaking From the out conference? on the street. Yeah? Oh, yeah? Not at the conference, just at yeah. the hotel. People, you know, outside with their little pipes, and I was like, hey, you can... And then I was like, yes, yes you, you can! can! It was like a revelation! What a world we live in! I know. I know. So that's event number one. Now, judging by our the way our, our podcast stats go... We know that this podcast, by the time that Saturday rolls around, we'll have like 25 downloads. And then the next day after that, it will have like 125 downloads. So we hope that you <laughs> listen to this one and maybe make it out to see us because we'd love to meet people and yes. hear what you think. Yeah. You know? uh-huh. Sometimes we feel we like we're speaking sometimes. into a vacuum. No, we get or, feedback from people. Well, we get feedback yeah. from some folks. Some stuff yeah. and things. Yeah. So that's event number one. Event number two, before we get to the topic of sports. Sports. Uh, topic number two is that we will be at ChessyCon. Yay, Chessie. And, and that is the week after Thanksgiving. Weekend after Thanksgiving. Ooh, yeah, so, good idea. So Thanksgiving is Thursday. Uh-huh. ChessyCon, typically we get there Friday, and then we stay till Sunday. Right? Yes, this is correct. So and we'll have a table, and you come talk to us, and we'll yes, give you stickers. Yes, and Jeff's stickers. mom's making us a- Something to put on our table, so it's gonna be really. Yeah, pretty. we'll have it for Coventry Con. Yeah. Oh, fun. Yeah, yeah. I gotta, I gotta get yeah, to Allentown one day this week. Speedy lady. Well, she's kind of stressed she out about it because it took her a long time. Oh no. <laughs> we have to get her something nice. Yes, yeah, something really nice. Right. How about I'll get a nice bottle of wine. Let's get them something else. No, they're no, not they into. Won't. Not really. No. Okay. We'll figure that out later. Anyway, let's talk about sports. Sports. Sports and so, sci-fi. Sports and sci-fi, or or the other name for this that I want to call it is. Sports in space! So, what we're going to do here is we're going to talk about a bunch of fictional sports that we see in a bunch of different sci-fi things and um, talk about if they'd be cool or if they would be weird or if I wouldn't want anything to do with that at all. Right. And in this, you know... From my part of this, I very rarely watch any sports, so it has to be pretty cool. In order yeah, to get you really don't watch any sports at all. Nope. I had Phillies tickets no. for years, ten years, uh-huh. long time, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. maybe eight years. Yeah. Yeah. No. Maybe. You did. Yeah. 
When you went to that Phillies game with Jay and I, that was the first time you didn't sit in like a little private box. Hey, my dad used to hook me up with sweet tickets. Must be nice. It toots was. So the first thing I want to talk about is uh, a sport we never see played, but we hear talked about all the time. And that is Parisi Squares. Mm-hmm. So Parisi Squares is uh, you know started from Star Trek Next Generation, and then we we see it mentioned on Voyager, and we saw it mentioned on uh, Deep Space Nine as well. So. Uh, we we know that this game involves uh, two teams of four players. Um, while they're, they're playing it, you know the, the players they wear uniforms and uh, that are just heavily padded. They're almost like a uh, armor. And there's something called an ion mallet that's used. Yeah, sounds dangerous. Sounds dangerous. There's some kind of ramp involved too. See, we don't know because we've never seen it. They just kind of talk about it, which. I think it's interesting, because then you get to put it together in your mind. You can make up whatever you yeah. want. You can make your own basketball up after it. You know? We just see, the, we see them play basketball, though, in basketball. I know, but I'm saying, like, you could just mix up a whole bunch of sports in your head and have it be <laughs> however you want. Like, your favorite. Uh, we know that they could fall off this ramp and get injured, as we know that... Um, that happened. There was an episode where Riker uh, woke up and you know he was like an alternate reality, not alternate reality. He was uh, kidnapped and brainwashed and to thinking he had a son that got injured playing Precy Squares and he all he freaked out. Um, then there's an episode of Voyager where the Doctor created his little holographic family and the daughter we know died playing Precy Squares. Sounds like a brutal game. Yeah, pretty rough. Yeah, pretty cool. Let's start a league. Pretty awesome. No. No, I don't, I don't play right? sports. You don't play sports? Sports! No. Neither do I. I'm kind of blind in my left eye. I'm a huge klutz and I have scoliosis, so my center of gra- gravity is always off. Hey, guess what, everyone? We're a bunch of nerds! Nerds! But we can still talk about sports. Sure. Let's talk about the Thunderdome. We don't need <laughs> another <laughs> hero. Just kidding. I couldn't help myself. I knew you were going to do Tina it. Tina Turner! You, like, even in the prep of this, you didn't like say anything. I knew it was coming, though. Okay, so like, Thunderdome, right. basically, like, the world has ended, and uh-huh. it's a complete crap, crappy hellhole where Very people dry. just drive around in the desert and try to find gasoline and gas. water, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. And and they wear cool punk clothes, can we Can we just also bring up the fact, stuff. again, that I kept a, a thing of gasoline in my shed over the winter, and, and the following spring, it didn't last. <laughs> I know. So, I don't really... I mean, yeah, whatever. There, there's there's a lot of things that in this sto- series of stories that, that, you know... Mad Max. Mad Ma- The Mad Max series of stories that really, you know, go against what's probably possible in reality. But, anyway, Tina Turner has this really cool place where she makes people sort of fight to the death in the Thunderdome. The rules of the Thunderdome is that two men enter and one man leaves. Only one! There can be only one. Tina Turner's wearing, like, chainmail that looks like it's all made out of, uh, like, soda can tabs in Yeah, this it movie. totally does. And then she has, like, these cool, like, side buns, like a little nod to Princess Leia mm-hmm. kind of look for her. Little Leia look for You know, she looks pretty tough. She looks like she kicks butt. And then she sings that awesome song. So as far as um, Parisi Squares, you know, just going to, back to that, you know, 
That looked like something that, you know, it's almost kind of American Gladiators-esque that, that could be on TV. Yeah, probably a little bit more dangerous Thunderdome! Thunderdome is like the Roman Gladiators. Yes, it is. It's like somebody's gonna die and everybody sits around and cheers. It's like that, it's a part of humanity that's really sick and depraved that just likes to watch death. They don't have those, like, Thunderdome things on kids' playgrounds anymore like they did when we were kids. That's true. Yeah. yeah they used to have the Thunderdome. So I know, I, I've been thinking about that a lot. Nobody ever fought to the death in the Thunderdomes at the kids' playground. You were a girl. Oh, yeah, that's true. Cracks knuckles. You know? <laughs> oh, my. Jeff, so, are you cutting Thunderdome, <laughs> Thunderdome, uh, Thunderdome no, is not, no, not going to be a fun not, not game be a that fun you time. want your kids to play. A not, another game, another game, another sport, sports, sports, if you will, uh, is the, the Running Man. Yes. So the Running Man Stephen is a... King book. The, the well, Running Man is a... It's a, like a reality show. Yeah, so basically it's people who are in prison, um, sometimes not for really legitimate purposes because the government is, is corrupt in um, this dystopian future. But essentially um, they're forced to be on TV and then they have to try to survive um, against these gladiator-type uh, individuals who come after them and try to kill them in a sort of desolate, dangerous landscape, to be honest. You could probably get, get hurt pretty badly just getting through um, the set without the creepy people like the guy, the big fat guy with Christmas lights all over him. <laughs> um, but yeah, so essentially it's uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger was well, starred in this well, movie. I hope you leave enough room for my fist because I'm going to ram it into your stomach and break your goddamn spine! Now, let's yeah. just say that one of our favorite Arnold lines there probably was not written by Stephen King no, in the short no, I think story. Ad lib. <laughs> no, something. it wasn't a short story, it was a novella. It was, yeah, it was a Richard Bachman yes. novel. Um, but anyway, so, so yeah, so it's basically like a televised sort of fight to the death type game. It kind of so takes it's place like in the Thunderdome, except sewer there's no and TV then, in Thunderdome because right, the world yeah. ascended. Right. Um, but yeah, it takes place in like a desolate landscape that looks kind of like a junkyard, but it's very dangerous there. Like, there's a lot of like. It's kind of a city at the same time, but it's like. Things, and then there's ads for. What is that soda called? Oh, what they is the soda called? There's, anyway, there's like ads for like this famous soda that's supposed to be like a ripoff of Coca Cola, but it's like more creepy. And basically, you know, everybody bets on it, and there's like old ladies cheering people on to get killed by like the different gladiators, and they vote for like different gladiators to go up against the survivors. And most of the time, the survivors all die. So, you know, and, and the ones that survive get to become gladiators themselves. But so Arnold is sort of fighting um, to to live because right. actually he's wrongfully been, accused yeah he was wrongfully accused right. and they framed him for um the destruction of a city that he was actually trying to save yes um and so in the end you know he's able to show the the truth yeah um and save his life but you know but Spoiler it's pretty alert. uh pretty cool running man is on netflix streaming right now and what's cool about that is uh it's it's kind of a tricky one to find it's not ever on like xfinity or anything like that yeah. so um, you know, expanding on demand or, you know, most of these cable choices. I know it wasn't at Redbox for a while. You can't get it on Netflix, like, disc. So, you know, for a while now, you've been stuck on, like, possibly having to, like, pirate it. Yar! Yes. Which we don't think you should do. Right. Right. Well, that's not nice talk. No, not at all. But let's just face it. In the, in the, in the heyday of, 
you know, oh, that's on Hulu, that's on Prime, that's on Netflix, that's on CBS streaming where they're going to ruin Star Trek. Yeah, that's totally lame. They have to expect some piracy in here. They can't expect everybody to pay for every single streaming service that there is. Yeah. Moving on. Sorry. Rant over. Yeah, rant Oh, you want to look up the soda name? I'm trying to find the soda name and it's just giving me stupid stuff. Maybe you want to buy some soda. Something cola. No, it's giving me stuff about the Olympics. I'm like, ah, fine, I ate. Cadra Cola. Cadra Cola. Yeah, like Cadra of of friends. Anyway. Let's move on. Yep. Let's talk about Blurns Ball. Blurns Ball. Just has a fun name. Blurns Ball is uh, in Futurama. And uh, basically what, what we're looking at here is that Blurns Ball is, um, the society has deemed baseball boring. Yeah, I mean... Who would have, who I, would have thought that could have happened? I, I don't mind baseball. So... All sports are a little boring. That's because you're kind of like sitting in the sun drinking beer. So... Citizens <laughs> Bank Park is really pretty, and it's a perfect place to take a walk. Go Phil. Just saying. So, um, you know, so we have the same basic real rules of, of baseball here, but there's a couple different things here where the, the ball is actually on an elastic tether that when it's thrown to the, you know, thrown to the batter, uh, you know, it prevents the ball from, you know, exiting the field, really. But the, the goal is to hit the ball into these uh, small holes in the outfield. And then you score blurns, obviously. Duh. And then uh, if you hit three into the small balls, the small holes, what happens is that you get multi-ball, and uh, the, the, you know, the batter has to keep swinging at all the different balls that are being pitched at him at once. Mm, sounds like uh, what goes on in some sororities. Then something, ha- <laughs> something happens where there's like a player on a motorcycle that drives around the bases and they're exploding. Oh, uh, that's like a jazzed up version of a home run. And then there's also something about with like a giant tarantula entering the field. Yeah, that part was cool. Yeah, uh, steroid injections are mandatory in Blurn Ball. You know... Sometimes I wonder if we're going that way, because it, you know, it's really well, baseball's hard to really stop. cracking it down. But let's face it, everyone in football's juicing. Yeah. Come on, and they, come they on, keep world! Finding new ways to like do stuff that's that. Can't yeah, most be of the time it's injecting into your nuts. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm sorry, I, I just don't want to. Ni- need, oh, that's for another podcast. That's. I mean, I don't play sports. Maybe that's at when all. we do drugs in space. Yeah, I don't know. They don't talk about drugs in space as much as drinking. Because drugs, you know, um, are more taboo. But anyway. There's something else in here. Yeah, robots are not allowed to play Blurn Ball anymore. There's something about robots a grope. Robots ruin yes. everything. Uh, yeah, there's the seventh inning grope. Whoa. Yeah. So That's that, why Jeff really likes this game. And, you know, I like to sneak up on you like a subway flasher. Mm-hmm. 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 So Blurn Ball is a lot of fun. Moving on to another one that Kristen's very familiar with to talk about uh, is Pyramid in Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> we don't have too much to add on Pyramid here. So in the 70s Galactica, you saw them like playing a lot of Pyramid, where it was more like talked about in the newer Galactica, and then they, they played it once, and it, they, it just looked like they were, you know, there's like a milk crate, and they were trying to get a ball into it. It was uh, kind of lame, if you ask me. Then we moved to the Caprica series, which is terrible. Absolutely terrible. And on Caprica, we see them playing Pyramid in this giant stadium, which you think would, like, you know, take the place of, like, a, like a soccer field. But it's just for this tiny little pyramid-shaped sport. Ah. Yeah. It, it, that, was, that whole show was flawed. 
Uh, so, you know, you got to score points by climbing the pyramid. Um, you can't take any more than three paces without passing, shooting, or rebounding the ball off one of the walls. It's a very full contact sport, just like Precy Squares. And it can be like one-on-one or, you know, three or four players. But anyway, Pyramid, I always thought looked really stupid. And I, and and every time they ever talked about it, or like they were playing it in like the the hangar or something like that, I was like, "Wow, this is bad." But that's also when they start running out of ideas for Battlestar Galactica. I'd rather play the ten thousand dollar pyramid. Steady <laughs> white. That always looked like fun to me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that that that'd be fun. That'd be fun. So you want to talk about Quidditch? Quidditch is great! <laughs> Quidditch is probably the only game out of all the games that we're talking about that I'd actually want to go watch. Just because it's so much fun that there's, like, magical elements involved to it, and there's, like, different things going on in the game. So you have the people, you have the beaters that are trying to avoid getting hit by the quaffles, and then you have someone going for the snitch, and if the snitch is caught, the game's over. Snitches get stitches. So, yeah, so it's like... It's like two different <laughs> games in one. It's kind of cool, and it's very different. And you're on riding on brooms, which is super neat. You're riding on you know? brooms. There's, there's, is the big uh, risk of getting hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, that, you know, you, there's, you know, people chasing you with sticks and stuff like that. But now right. here's my, here's my number one thing with Quidditch. To me, I wouldn't even bother about scoring points through the hoops. It's I would fun. But why not just go after the snitch? Because you can only go after the snitch if you're the seeker. Everybody else has to be playing the rest of the game. And then if nobody ever catches the snitch, because it's really hard to catch the snitch, and only Harry's amazing enough to do it most every game. Yeah, that's true. I guess you, the snitch isn't no always caught. If it was just the snitch. Yeah. So you have to have people, you know, manning manning these circles and mm-hmm. keeping the balls out of them. That's right, because in, um, oh, was it? And it's order? a rough game. It might be Order of the Phoenix in the book. It wasn't in the movie at all. Isn't like Ron like the hero of the the Quidditch yeah. match? Yeah. Yes. But then no one catches the snitch in that game. Yes, right? because why Harry couldn't play or something. It's Order of the Phoenix is when Harry and Dumbledore went on their quest, right? Yes, it was. Or was it Half Blood Prince? But wait, no, no, because Half Blood Prince he does. Harry, know. Harry, remember when Harry gave him the the Felix Felicius? Yeah, right? that was um that was, that was Half Blood Prince. Prince. And that's why Ron won the game, but actually he never gave it to him. Ron just thought he did. Yeah. But yeah, for some reason Harry wasn't playing because he and Hermione were in the stands. I can't remember exactly. No, he was in the was stands. It, Harry came up at the end of the game and he saw like Ron being hoisted hoisted up on his shoulders. Yeah, and then he made out with Lavender Brown and then Hermione got super mad. Foreshadowing. Yeah. Well, yeah. Sort of Maybe. I mean, you, everybody knew Hermione was going to end up with Ron or Harry, but more likely Ron. What if it would have been, like, a wizard threesome? No! <laughs> no! <laughs> uh, we made up a sport for our, our series, Prison Dad. We did. We did. Our sport was called Basket Drone Ball. Yes. So, uh, this story is unreleased yet, and it's not even in Volume 4. It's going to be, uh, maybe, I don't know. We haven't really decided. We really need to get on editing that. I know. I We're supposed to put that out like in a, like two months. <laughs> so, um, basket drone ball. One of my stories, so I have to come up with something else. Well, I would like to discuss it with you further. Fine. We just don't need to do that over the podcast. No, nobody else. In basket drone ball, what happens is one player uses a tablet and controls an, um, a, a drone that has a basket on it, and the other players have okay. to. 
get the, the ball in there. Now, the person controlling this is normally intoxicated on some hot mess cinnamon whiskey. Yep. And uh, that makes the game a lot more fun, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely a full contact sport. Uh, you can use things, like, such as, I know they jump off of Jed's car, Black Thunder, at one point Jed to, um, like that. to uh, score, the, <laughs> score the ball. Franny is very upset that people keep telling him to get to practice. Yeah. Because we're not talking practice. about the game here. We're talking about practice. <laughs> um, and he, get, he gives a very Iverson-esque speech in, yeah. in the story about it. Yes. Um, it's clearly never going to be the kind of sport that people watch on TV. No. But, but if you live friends, in a trailer park, it time. was, yeah, they really liked it in the trailer park. Yep. The friends became pretty popular there, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So basket drone ball, you know, look for that coming soon. We'll probably talk about our books more when we're closer to put one out. Yep. True. True. All right. What's next? Pod, Pod racing. Pod racing. Chris the and NASCAR of Star Wars. That's right. You waited 25 years for a new Star Wars movie. Get ready to watch the race. <laughs> Strap in for the worst 30 minutes of the movie. It was super boring watching Jabba the Hutt cheering in the stands and now, watching that little bratty kid. I s- yeah, that bratty kid. And Sebulba. Sebulba. Sebulba was cool though. Sebulba was cool, but Sebulba he was such was a cool. throwaway character. Yeah, he was. Like he all he did was try to like screw up the pod race, and then it was like goodbye, Sebulba. Thank well, and you. Well, he crashed right at the end. Well, yeah. So, I I saw episode one a couple times in the theater because it was like the moment of my life where it was like. I couldn't believe it sucked. Like, I had to go back again and be like, make ah! sure it sucked. Like, because yeah, you guys saw it and you weren't, like, talking about it. Yeah. And then, like, Bob and I went to go see it. And I wasn't sure. And then, like, Casey and I were talking about it. And then, like, at Brian's house. And then Brian's like, let's go. So this time, during the pod race, I made sure I looked around the theater to see how many people fell asleep. Because nah. the first time I went to go see episode one, there was nobody in the theater. It was like... It was like 10 o'clock on a Friday night. There was nobody there. It was probably out for like a week or two. Yeah. I remember I was so excited to see it. And then I really appreciate, um, you know, fanboys when they said, guys, what if it's... Yeah, that's the best part of that movie. That is a totally different... Well, that movie's great. I have to say... Anyway, I pod racing. totally pod hate racing. episode three because it was kind of cool to watch Anakin die horribly. You that movie only ta- That scene where they fight it only takes place in 65 seconds? Well, that was the only cool part. Bullshit. Anyway, so (laughs) the pod race is what we're here to talk about, though. Let's not get distracted. So pod racing actually, in my opinion, we can go pro and con here. Pod racing, I think, is actually pretty neat because everybody's pod is different. There's no real rules. You saw, like, there's, like, people, like, camped out on there, like, you know, like the Tusken Raiders, the sand people taking shots at them. There's huge risk of death. Yeah. You know, they're going so fast, too. Mm-hmm. So it, I I actually think that pod racing is would be actually a cool sport. The scene though in the movie was terrible. The whole scene it was too long. When you hear that little kid go, "This is wizard," that's terrible. Absolutely terrible. Uh, I like the fact that you know that's what was really running the greed of all the people, all the gambling on it and stuff like that. The you know like yeah. they were like really really into it like that. How do you feel? I don't think NASCAR is a sport, so <laughs> I don't appreciate NASCAR or pod racing. To me, it's like, okay, you have a car, you can drive around in a circle, congratulations. Sorry, I know that a lot of Americans completely disagree with me, but it's just, America. no, it's not my scene. I think, you know, running, swimming, like when you actually have to use your body to do something impressive. They're using then their I'll body and driving, be, drivers, yeah. Yes, right. I mean, so do I when I when I drive to work, but 
It's not exercise. You take the train. I drive to the train station. This is true. For at least 25 minutes every day. It really shouldn't take you that long. Well, it does. So you can <laughs> call Norristown and ask them about their traffic. I used to live here, you know. But, um, anyway, that's just my opinion, and I just thought the scene was really, really boring, except for Sebulba. He was the only part I liked. I mean, I guess it was kind of neat to see Jabba's wife, to the extent that Jabba is neat. But, um, <laughs> I, Jake Lloyd annoyed me, and I know I was supposed to be, like, super impressed that he could, like, pilot, you know, his pod and, and go really fast, but instead I was like, really? Can this be over now? <laughs> You will, like, have lightsabers again, because that part's cool. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Moving on here. We got a couple more. Um, so, the Hunger Games movies made the Hunger Games feel so much more like a spectator sport. Right. I mean, than, I think they, they totally were meant to be, because, yeah. yeah, it's like it's like the Running Man. Yeah, oh, totally. Where, you know, it's it's a means for the government to control people. People Correct. are forced to watch it. Okay? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's totally not as forced. much fun as the Running Man. Where in the books, really there was more about it. them gathering in the squares and forcing the people to watch right. them at, at nights after they were done right. working and it's, stuff like it's that. It's a disciplinary tactic. Yes. But basically, all these kids are forced every year. They're chosen at random from the districts, and they have to fight to the death. But now, as far as the mandatory winner. watching goes, you know, when you think about it in the Hunger Games, in the beginning, there's a lot of craziness as soon as it starts. And then it kind of, like, you know, slows down for a bit. Because couldn't you imagine them, like, you know, forcing your family to sit there in the center square to watch this? You could be at home. You could be, like, cleaning the bathrooms. You know, you could be making dinner. You know? How do you think about anything if your child is in peril of dying horribly Well, that's if you're, you know, there's only two people from each district there. Yeah, but still, every year they have to do it, so every year, you know, it could be somebody that you care about. It's just brutal. And it's fair, it's, it harkens back to Rome, where, yes, and, it does. and a lot of this move, a lot of this book series does, where, um, you know, the rich people eat so much that they have to go throw up because they pig out, and then yeah. the, the poor people are absolutely starving. Yep. And then they just, the rich people like to watch the poor people die horribly for their own entertainment. And that's disgusting and horrible, and it's the evil part of humanity, but it's what makes the book series fascinating, and it spurs the people on to want to be free from that that type of horrible I don't think at the moment there's any plans for any more Hunger Games books or or anything like that. because they stopped it. But I am so curious about the world. I'm so curious about... What was, you know, tell me about the Hunger Games Hamish participated in. Tell me about the first Hunger Games. What's that world like a hundred years from now? What's, you know, from the end, yeah. of, the, end of the book? Like, I, these are the things I want to know, but you know what? I feel like no matter what's going to happen, I'm going to be let down. And, you know, sometimes an author decides that they're done telling the story. And you that's know, a good J.K. thing. J.K. Rowling said that after the, this last book came out, The Cursed Child. She said, no more Harry. She's that's done. It. Yeah. We'll see if she really means she that. She said that. Like ten years ago, but, too. But um, but I think you know, <laughs> I know. Well, no, I don't want Harry to go away. But I mean, I guess at a certain point, you're just sort of like, okay, I have to move on and, and do other things with my life, or I don't have anything else to add to the story. But when you create a universe like that, like yeah. Star Wars is, or like Harry Potter, you know, or Hunger Games, like people are always going to be fascinated and curious about all the facets of that world because it's not our world, right? Mm-hmm. So and that's, that's kind of what's interesting. interesting about our books is that in the lesser verse, is that. You know, you have you have the Prison Dead series of books, but we have also written bits and pieces of other books that take place in the same realm. Mm-hmm. It's uh, crossover characters and stuff like that. Now, nothing is close to even remotely being published, mostly because time. 
Yeah. That's a big problem. We unfortunately we both have full time jobs mm-hmm. and other kids. Yeah. Things. Stuff. Stuff. Hours. Um, and I'm just gonna throw in uh the Stephen King book, um, The Long Walk. Which oh the is, long walk which, is, which right. is a little bit like the Hunger Games. Really, really great, very creepy book about um young men and they can enter every year to do this event called the Long Walk. Uh, it's in the future and everybody's starving. Um, but if you win the long walk, then your family is is taken care of for life, and so are you. Um, so any man can any young man can enter. I think there's like an age requirement. Um, it's only young men, um, and it, they walk and walk and walk until everybody dies except for one. Um, and it's incredibly disturbing and sad um, and fascinating. Yeah. But it's a little bit of a precursor to the Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. Right, so that's good. That that, the Hunger again, Games. People watch that. People, it's not. I don't. I don't remember if it's televised. I think it's on the radio, and people, uh, you know, watch it like like a if it was a parade or something like that. Like people. Oh are, right. People are right. at every town, like waiting for the walkers to come, um, and you know, sometimes giving them something to drink or you know, doing some spicy things in one scene. Whoa. Um, but uh, but it's a it's a really really good sad mm-hmm. book. Richard Bachman, but it's right. Stephen, still King. Stephen King. Still Stephen King. So, um, finishing up with the Hunger Games, though. Right. In the movie, you really saw those like ESPN breakdowns oh, of yeah. everything Hunger Games, and that was so like that was so cool. Yeah, 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 like that was so cool to like to see that like show it as we watch. Like you know, like I, I used to watch Sports Center a lot, um, and yeah, I mean it's the sport. It is that, the sport. In You're that right. Future world. Yeah, um, dystopian. It's a horrible, sad sport, but. Yeah. That's it. All right. The next one is, uh... Sunkatsi. Yeah, Sunkatsi. Sunkatsi is from a Star Trek Voyager episode. Sunkatsi sounds like something I'm going to go eat in New York for dinner. Hey, guys, you got some Sunkatsi over there? Sunkatsi sounds like something my sister was involved in in high school. Hey! Hey, Hey! (laughs) All right. So Sunkatsi was uh, an episode of Voyager... Where uh, it featured um, uh, Dwayne Johnson before he was... The uh, Rock! <laughs> you smell what The Rock is cooking! Before he was, uh, you know, the big movie star he is today. Yeah. So this was um, a, a virtual uh, fighting um, thing, you know, very similar with the gambling, too. A lot of people gambled on it from uh, across the uh, quadrant. And uh, what happened was that they, they were kidnapping people to fight in these fights... And they were broadcasting them virtually. So these people thought they were paying to go to the fight and watch it. But actually what was happening was they were watching a, a broadcast of it so they could make more money by broadcasting in yeah, several like different places. holograms. Yes, kind of like what they do holograms. with Michael Jackson now. You know, They did that with a, a lot. Of, did they do that with Tupac? Him. Yeah, I think they've done that with Tupac. But I think Tupac's too. actually still alive, right? That's what they tell me. I don't know. He has not spoken to me in months. No, I'm just kidding. Seriously? <laughs> um, so, this is at a time where, like, I remember um, Unreal Tournament was a real popular video game. And then, like, and that was the same thing. Like, your character was being broadcasted into the arena. So, I kind of felt like some, somebody's, one of the writer's kids was really playing a lot of Unreal Tournament and then, like, got the idea to, like, write the, write the Voyager episode. Jeff just loves watching wrestling. That's why he wanted to bring this one up. It's his favorite. I absolutely hate <laughs> wrestling. 
I don't understand why it's on Sci-Fi Channel, but I know a lot of people it's do. Fictional. Yeah, maybe. And a lot of people do like wrestling. And if you like yes. wrestling, you know, my uncle Ed loved wrestling. Good, good for you. Good for you. <laughs> a lot of people like NASCAR too. It's just not my jam. But you it's know, true. whatever. I don't understand football, though. I have to watch it so I can mm. talk about it at work. Yeah, I don't. I'm a woman, so I can get away with some things. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we got we got one more, and then we got some honorable mentions. Yeah, so um, we were just gonna quickly talk about Flamingo Croquet from Alice in Wonderland. So, um, I, my favorite version of this is the cartoon version from Disney because I like when the flamingos get all like loose necked, and then they don't want to like hit the hit their heads off of the little um, hedgehogs that are supposed to be the the balls, croquet balls. the croquet balls. Um, it's just fun, and it's very silly. Um, it's sci-fi yeah. because you could never do those things. Well, Alice in Wonderland is, like is sci-fi. Yeah, Alice now, did they, did they do that? I never saw the Johnny Depp ones and the... I don't remember them doing that scene. Now, there is an Alice in Wonderland that I used to watch when I was a little kid that had, like, red buttons and Rip Torn in it. Um... I remember and, that one. And, um... Oh, God, Flor... No, what's her name? Ah, anyway. Um, that was really fun. And they did it in that one, I believe. But I don't... Book. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't remember off the top of my head what that scene was like. Um, but it, but it wasn't as as fun as the cartoon. Yeah, where yeah. the flamingos got all loose. Neck. When we were researching this, and I saw the cartoons. I was like, oh yeah, that was awesome. Remember that? Yeah, that was yeah. very cool. Yeah. So the the evil red queen made them play. Yeah. And they would behave for her because she would cut well, them off. Well, they didn't. But they were naughty for Alice. Of course. So anyway. Anyway, so we we have some honorable mentions to bring up. Uh, there's an older Doctor Who episode. I think it's from the 80s. I don't remember. Where he goes to the Leisure Hive, and they're playing uh, Zero Gravity Squash. Squash! So, in, yeah, Squash it. and Zero Gs. That's kind of cool. Um, another movie we never saw, but it, some of our friends said it was really good. It was it, called Rock'em Sock'em Robots. No, oh, no. Just no. Kidding. It was called Real Steel. Yes. But it was about... Rock'em, and Hugh robots. Jackman and uh, Evangeline Lilly, mm-hmm. I think, were in it. And some little bratty kid. I don't even remember who that was. Maybe it was Jake Lloyd. Probably. He's Maybe. He's like, little no. bratty kid. Jake Lloyd's, like, hiding in the closet right now, shaking. I thought he was, like, a drug addict. I thought I saw that, like, that makes on sense. People magazine the other day that he was, like, in rehab That makes sense. I don't know. Being a child actor is just a rough thing. Being game. in episode one was pretty rough. Yeah. Hey, I mean, Liam Neeson was retired. Yeah, remember? he was probably like, oh, That was before done. he was... Taken. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so real steel, you know, it's some rocket sock and robots. Um, yes. Apparently one of these days, because your robots box. One of these days, know. I'm going to watch it. Um, I know Kristen is not. Nah. No, I might. Meh. Probably not. <laughs> Maybe. Mm. No. <laughs> And then our last honorable mention is not very sci-fi related, but we have to bring it up, is the amazing sport of basketball. Yeah, basketball looks like a lot of fun. It's completely absurd. Yeah. Basketball. Basketball and baseball mixed together in a very ridiculous way. And the best part of basketball is that you get to diss the person that's Yeah, you just straight up insult people. Yeah, that's fun. Um, <laughs> utterly brilliant. Completely gave me a lot of inspiration for basket drone ball. Not just a beer commercial that we saw the basketball net attached to the drone on it. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So those are some fun sports in space. space. 
So I hope you enjoyed talking about sports as much as Kristen did. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the part where we get to eat hot dogs and have beer? That's what I like about sports. That's hey, It was only 35 minutes, so that's like our shortest one in a while. Mm, yeah. yeah, so we can go eat. Yay! Yay! Okay, so until next week, remember, next Saturday, if you listen to it this week, <laughs> come see us in Pottstown, Pennsylvania. We'll Yay. be there. Uh, it's only, like, I think it's like 10 or 15 bucks to get in. There's a ton of stuff going on. It's yeah. not just like a mall and there's this awkward yeah, table yeah. For, like, <laughs> really flagging down people left and right like hey come buy a book you don't even have to buy a book just come talk to us yeah we just want to say we're hi we're friends uh, we're friendly people we are mm-hmm. you haven't stabbed anyone in a while so we got that going I've first. never stabbed anyone talk to my lawyer <laughs> <laughs> wait aren't you a lawyer yes alright yeah, <laughs> yeah 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 um, okay so Next week, we'll be probably talking about board games in science fiction. Keep yeah, those going through. fun. Games. Games. Um, I do like games. I just, I'm not hugely Sitting sports. watching sports is not your, yeah. not your forte. It do it for me. Yeah. Sometimes I kind of like too. watching the Olympics, but meh. Someone was telling me like they can't watch sports all on TV, but they love going to like a baseball game. Like That's getting fun. a drink and hang yeah, out. well, I love going to Citizens Bank Park. If someone's like, "Let's go to the Phillies game," I'm like, "Oh yeah, cool," because I'll take a walk, I'll have a snack, I'll watch them play for a little bit. That's kind of fun. And I've been to like half the ballparks out there, maybe not that many, but I've been to a lot of ballparks. No one has as good as food as Citizens Bank Park. They do, right? Fun. Plus, I got to see Paul McCartney there. I'm sorry. It's pretty awesome. I'm not. It was one of the best shows I've ever seen. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for listening. Go to our website, prisondad.com. Check out our free stories and podcasts and events and pictures. And and it's summer, so get out there and play some sports. Sports! Bye. Bye.